Welcome everybody to my daily wrestling podcast. This is Darren, aka Mr. Dorse Fists. I'm here to give you all the news, reviews, previews for Raw Smackdown, NXT, and all of the wrestling world right now. Like I said, I'm here daily, so without any further ado, let's get into it because today's show is going to be a good one. for first of all making this podcast trend um on spotify uh, a few of my friends have actually favorited it at the moment as well which is fantastic so thank you so much for that um now what i've noticed in the past few days is people i every time i post a podcast i have to share it because i want people to listen to it to get it at least about 10 listeners a week so every time i post a podcast i do apologize if i'm tagging you in it but how else are people gonna do it i just go back on facebook for the first time in nine ten months just to try and share on there as well um so yeah um so going into one of the questions sean parfit but well, well, one of my best friends he's <sighs> asked me a question which i know the reason why i picked it first is because i know it's going to go on for a long long time his question is oh gosh what do you think in, in, in wrestling at the moment, in the wrestling business, what does it need to do to increase an overall popularity and viewership, or does it already have it and it isn't being utilised, Sean? Right, first of all, in the COVID-19 era, it has suffered a lot. Um, a lot of wrestlers lost their jobs on Black Wednesday, on October 15th. Um, a few of them that found new homes now in AEW and TNA Impact. Obviously, there's still a lot without jobs and financial reasons. Yet, the WWE in their first quarter earnings a few days ago said they have uh, earned a lot of money. They haven't lost any, and they're actually up in their finances, which is obviously you, you sack about sixty people. That's what's going to happen. When it comes to Sean saying what can it, you know, what need to change? I mean, come on. Building new stars has always been a concept. I mean, back in the let's go back to the. 70s you had bob ackland bruno satan martino you know you had people who built the the business you know you had people who were stars then it wasn't all about fame then then you had hulk hogan in, in the 80s you know hulk hogan in the 80s you had stunko steve austin Bret Hart, and the rock in the 90s and in the 2000s then you got john cena around the Orton batista um you know and now you look at people like Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, but who's next? Who's coming out? Looking at the roster up and down, can't really see anything. I mean, they've got good talent. AJ Styles is coming towards the end of his wrestling career. Daniel Bryan probably coming towards the twilight of his wrestling career. They're fantastic wrestlers, but they're not these stars. You know, like I said, like the John Cena, the Batistas, the Randy Orton's, the Rock, the Hogan's the Austin's, the Undertaker's, you know, they haven't gone out no stars, so that's a start. Start building fresh new talent. They've got they've got the roster for it, but who's gonna come out? I don't know. Um screwy finishes is another thing they could change. Uh Raw SmackDown and NXT and AEW. Um some matches uh no contests. 
the disqualifications for no reason or there's not a clear winner or they use a roll-up which means you know like a schoolboy like they don't use a finisher a a anymore like a submission or a finisher that puts their opponent away they're too busy into 50-50 booking whereas they're scared to let the champion get pinned or if he's in on title match or one of their big stars they're scared to make them look weak so they have them roll them up or they have them you know use a chair and i mean every other week you know is something di di different and i'm getting really pissed off about it i don't like these false finishes i think the match quality product has improved in the last few years but the storylines the booking the outcomes of matches the past few years have been ruined especially in this covid19 era they just go in you know as if they get a bag chuck two bits of dice in there and whatever they come out with they use they can't be bothered I did touch on this yesterday when it comes to chaos before Rowan Smackdown taping. They don't know what they're doing, last minute changes. You've got two weeks to, to write, write a show, come on. Um, do they already have it and is it being utilised? No, they don't have it. They're not making enough stars. I think that the cinematic matches they've done lately, WrestleMania, Money in the Bank, the swap match, Extreme Rules, possibly one at SummerSlam, they're good ideas, but I think... You know, you've got to make stars from them. You've got to make stars. Uh, the ratings right now are the lowest they've ever been due to COVID and people don't want to watch empty arenas. And they do have a few fans, but they are the current wrestlers at the moment. So it's not much atmosphere there. So I don't really blame people you know, watching the shows at the moment. I kind of get it. When people start getting led back in in October time, apparently, then I can see again a bit different. But at the moment, all of the shows are on record time low viewership and ratings now you get your hardcore fans like me you're gonna watch it regardless but um yeah so what they need to do sean like i said build new stars that's all i can think of at, at the moment have correct outcomes in matches have better storylines because you know we ain't stupid they, they they do an angle one week and two weeks later they they want you to, to forget about it as if you know they flashed a many black pen in your eyes and you've forgotten about it they need consistent storytelling. They need to have better finishes in matches. I think the women have carried the WWE in the last year. I'd put more premise on the women. I'd have the, a, a women's title at the end of Raw. Every now and again, a women's title match at, at the uh, closing of the show. Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT, doesn't matter. Um, establish proper tag teams. as I think the tag team division in AEW is the best. In W at the moment, it's terrible. They push random people together. Um, and just good storytelling, smart, intelligent, booking, push the younger stars, and have the experienced people put put them over. Um, I tell you what I do like at the moment: the hurt business. MVP, Sheldon Benjamin, and Bob Bobby Lashley, and possibly soon Cedric Alexander or Ricochet. You know, you've got three experienced guys there who've been in the business. What MVP's been in the business for fifteen years, but obviously in the WWE on and off for fifteen years and an impact. Bob Bobby Lashley, exactly the same. Around 15 years. Benjamin's been in WWE for almost 20 years. So, you know, at the end of the day, you got over 50 years of experience with M3. I like the Hurt Business. That's a good start. Um, people in NXT, like Tommaso Ciampa, Dijakovic, Keith Lee, Johnny Gargano, bring them into the mix a little bit more. Have new talent. Build new talent for the future. Because at the end of the day, I can't see it being another Rock and Austin. That, that was a freak accident. Hogan was a freak accident. John Cena, Batista, Randy Orton have all become ma ma massive. And in the past five years, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns have become the, you know, 
bigger standard bearer. They are the cornerstone. They are two of the cornerstones. You need me another, another two. Maybe the four horsewomen, Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Maybe, maybe. You know what? I'm happy for women to share the limelight with men. Why should there just be another Rock Austin? You know, why can't there be another Charlotte, Flay and Becky Lynch? You know, Bailey and Sasha Banks, they will work their asses off to get where they are. So I think that the women deserve a bit more recognition too. So yeah, Sean, going over it again. Good finishes to matches, building big stars, being patient, have somebody with a year to the ground, have your media consultant, have somebody close, you know, who's in the 30s or 40s just to see what's going on on social media, just to see what's trending, just to see what storylines could could be done. Maybe I'm not telling them to do a racial storyline, but maybe they should build more reality-based storylines, you know. This week I've always seen Montez Ford being poisoned, somebody drugged him, and that's it, and come on. I can write better, better, better stuff than this. You know, to get the viewers back, you've got to have the viewers something to care about. That's all I can say. And if I was writing our show, it's easy for me to say, but I would just build new stars, have better stories. I wouldn't change the, the matches, uh, the quality. The match quality is always good. Just the outcomes of matches should be a little bit more different, a bit better booking. And by the way, less camera cuts, please. I'm feeling sick after watching all the camera cuts. The quality is good, but if, if you're an in-depth fan like me and you've been in the ring, you know what the camera cuts are like. And trust me, if you notice them on TV, they make you sick. So thanks, Sean, for that. Uh, been about eight minutes on that answer, but I can't think of anything else without going too much in-depth. Um, my favourite tag team ever uh, by one of my followers, Kevin's Elbow, which is an also awesome name. Favourite tag team ever. Now, this is like your favourite match ever, your favourite wrestler ever. You can't really pick point there because it's going to change every time you think about it um i'm a fan of the heart foundation because when i first started watching wrestling the heart foundation were uh, around then they're amazing um the legion of doom were good characters not the best wrestlers in the world the heart foundation were the best wrestlers legion of doom were the best characters the nasty boys back years ago they were good characters money inc they were good characters um and then you start going through the mid 90s you had the nwo the wolf pack I mean, they were okay. Then you get to the late 90s and 2000s, you got Edge and Christian, the Hardy Boys, the, the, you know, the Brood, the Dudleys, the APA. Um, there's a hard Antigua and Kane, if you want to call them a tag team. Um, there's so many, so many. But if I'm going to go ahead and say the best tag team to won the most titles, the Dudley Boys. The best in a ladder, a ladder match, the Hardy Boys. The best entertainers, Edge and Christian. Who's my favourite out of them all? I, I see, I can't see it. I can't. It's it's not a cop-out. The New Day have done fantastic in the last few, few years. The Usos, one of the best tag teams on, on the planet. You know, the Elite. You've got Mark Jackson and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Ever, if I'm going to say ever then, with longevity, I have to say two. The Heart Foundation. All the Hardy Boys. I can't pick. I'd love to see that that match back in the day. Heart Foundation, Brett and Anvil, or Brett and the Dynamite Kid against the Hardys. That would have been amazing. But I can't pick. I'm sorry. I'm copping out. I can't do it. Like I said, as a passionate wrestling fan, every day it, it, my answer changes. It's definitely up there. 
Let's have a look. Best entrance theme. I can't remember who sent me this. I didn't write down the name, so I do ap ap apologize. I think it might be Don Donnie. Um, best entrance theme. Oh my god. I mean, where do I mean? Where do you go from this? I mean, entrance music's the most important part of the event of the match because as soon as that music hits, you're automatically on that person. You're automatically cheering or booing for that person. You know, with the Austin, you had a classic glass smash. The Undertaker, you've got the gong. Kane, you had the fire. Uh, CM Punk, you had the static t t TV. Uh, the Rock, you had If You Smell. You had Triple H, Motorhead. Boom, time to play the game. Gangrel, I love Gangrel's. When he's in the blue, that song used to scare the shit out of me. That was an amazing, amazing song. Um, Cranky, best, oh god, best entrance team. I love Bret Hart back in the day. You had the siren. Oh my god, the best. Oh my, see again, this changes on a daily thing as well. Best entrance song. I mean, Batista's was it was amazing. If you wanted anger, if you wanted something to rile you up, that one. The cult personality, CM Punk. This fire burns, CM Punk. I love, I love Kickers Engage. I'm a bit partial to that. Randy Orton. Voices, that's a clever song. If you listen to the words, Randy Orton's old theme, no thanks. Oh my god, Stone Cold's theme was one of the best. Triple H, Undertaker, you're going forever. I'm trying to think of a song that you know is the granddaddy. I mean, the DX song back in the day was amazing. Um, the rock song, sometimes the guitar solo in his, his new music, that's amazing. You know, I'm trying to think of a song that really stands out. I mean, The Undertaker's had loads of versions of his song. And The Undertaker's... Oh, yeah, I'll give you my top three, then, if I can. Undertaker would be number three. Austin's would be number two. Because at the end of the day, when that glass smashed, everybody popped. Everybody cheered. You know, give me goosebumps. Um, I'm missing a lot out here. I know I am. Tyrannos, iconic. Yusuke was amazing. Edges, Metalingus, that was amazing. Um, even now we've got Tommaso Ciampa, Karrion Cross, Seth Rollins before he went all Jesus on us. He had a good song as well. But number one, I gotta say, it's gotta be one of the loudest pops I've heard in my life. It's Triple H, the, the game when he returned 2002 Madison Square Garden on January the 7th. That song, that music, is the biggest pop a pop, by the way, is the biggest applause, the, the biggest reaction I've ever heard. Cheers. Triple H, the game has got to be number one because I, even now, I press play and it comes on. I'm like, oh my god, it gives me the goosebumps. Shawn Michaels, he's just a sexy boy. They're all classics, but top three would be Taker, Austin, Triple H. I'm probably going to listen to this after and think about 25 more I probably could have had, but that's why I narrowed it down. Best Undertaker match and food. Cranky. That's from Ben. Um, best Undertaker match. Now this could go a, f a few ways. Depends what you're looking for in your best match. You're looking for the fight. You're looking for the te technical. You're looking for the near falls. You're looking for the story. Because I can again, I can give you three. Best Undertaker match in food. Undertaker match, the, the matches he had with Kane, only because they were they were story based. Um, I remember once he tombstone in WrestleMania 14 three times, but then Kane was a the monster. They have they've had good matches. 
best brutal match Undertaker's had is with Batista around the 2008-2009 era WrestleMania backlash after they killed each other their matches are awesome they, they, that, that, that was definitely my best Undertaker matches Undertaker Batista Undertaker Kane storyline wise fighting wise but I gotta go for the best match everybody's gonna say it WrestleMania 25 Undertaker Shawn Michaels and the match on WrestleMania 26 was very good as well but WrestleMania 25, 2009, WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. Emotionally invested in that match, I remember staying up. And my son was only a year and a half at the time. And he, I remember he was sleeping downstairs in his cot, I think it was. And Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, he had so many near falls and matches, I woke him up like four times. I felt guilty, but that match sent me on an emotional roller coaster. That match was still probably one of the best matches in WWE history at the moment, only because of the the two men that were, they were in it, um, everything that happened, and yeah, as Undertaker's best wrestling match, I think. I mean, there's loads. He fought Carangle, awesome match. He fought Chris Benoit, awesome match. A few matches with Kane, like I said, awesome. Batista, he had the best fights with. Um, there's probably a few I'm missing out on, but they're the ones that fresh me out. The matches with Ch- Triple H were very good. WrestleMania 17, WrestleMania 27, WrestleMania 28, they were good. But Shawn Michaels Undertaker for me tops it off, you know. And it says best Undertaker food. Like I said, food with Kane was probably the best. Kane was the best food. Um, his food with Austin went on for a while, then two guys fought each other like a thousand times. His food with Triple H. Basically all the guys he food in the attitude attitudes with with a rock. Shawn Michaels' food, like I said, it lasted two years because he, re- he retired him in 2010. Um, and Taker had a good food foods with some, some people. Um, but, yeah, then I'm chickening out because, you know, it's hard. He's had a 30-year career. I was talking to Shawn earlier on as well, and he said about Taker's mental health, anxiety, and, you know, when he's applying his craft in his documentary, he seemed a bit off. I think when you're in the business for 30 years and everybody looks up to you as an icon and a legend, I think it's peer pressure. I think it's pressure. I think Undertaker, he's always said, if I can't do no more, then I'll stop. But I think everything, the money, I don't think the money drives Undertaker because he's got enough, but I think the passion. I think his brain is in, as if he's 21 years of age, but his body is not. Um, sometimes after his matches on the documentary, he felt hurt. Sometimes he felt terrible. Sometimes he felt he could have done more. That's the way he is. He's a locker room leader. He's amazing. He's one of the best wrestlers I've seen in 30 years. I used to be scared of him when I was, well, when he came into it. I think like 8, 9 when he came into it. And look at him now. He's been in the business for 30, well, he's been, he's in, he's been in the WWF for 30 years. Before that, he was wrestling for WCW, WCW Mid-Southwest. Antigua's been wrestling for about 33 years, guys, since 1987. Now, now everybody knows that. People just think he showed up in WWE and that was it. But that's, that's not true. He's been wrestling for about 33 years. His body can't take it anymore. Now, apparently he's retired-ish. Nah, he's got to wrestle one one more match. I guarantee that. Whether it is a cinematic match, which is, you know, the thing they record. The, 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 like a film, but it's not in the ring. Um, c- cinematic. He came into his Survivor Series in 1990. I think he may go out of it. So I see twenty twenty. I think he's gonna have one more match. Who's against? People say it should be Kane. Nah, I think that story's done. They're the brothers of destruction. I think they should. They better off being with each other than fighting against each other. Bray Wyatt maybe the fiend. Maybe. Um, 
maybe AJ Styles again. But he's going to fight someone on his own terms. He's going to fight someone he respects, and he's going to fight someone who knows who's going to bring the, the best for him um, as his last match. And probably knowing Undertaker, it'll probably be a bear your life match or something like that. So I love the Undertaker, a lot of respect for the Undertaker. By the way, if one watches documentary here, it's uh, on WWE. Uh, it is on, sorry, the, 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 app, the app or W.com. The last ride is amazing. Just watch it, guys. It is amazing. <sighs> I could ask the random city question, but I put it on here because it's just the way I am, because I'm a fan. WWE or WCW? <laughs> now, when I was growing up, in the mid-90s, when you had the WCW versus WWE war, I've always been a WWE guy, and I always will be, so I was more of a WWE guy. But I welcomed WCW Nitro on TNT because it was alternative. It had Hulk Hogan on it, Sting, Macho Man, Ric Flair, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. This is the perfect. All ex-WWE guys. Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, they all started coming up. Chris Jericho. And Goldberg and I and Raven. I, I always used to think, oh, WWE's better. WWE's always been better. But I did like WCW for, for what, what he was. When I went out of business in 2001, it was a terrible product. 2000 was a terrible product. Between 96 and 99, they did pretty well. But to answer the question, WWE, I'd rather. But I did always find WWE was a fantastic alternative. But I I'm always a WWE guy, even now. People say, what are you, a WWE or AEW guy? I'm a WWE guy, but I'll watch it AEW. Maybe in time AEW will grow, and I might like them instead, but... Sometimes they say it's better the devil, you know. And I've been watching wrestling for 33 years, and a lot of companies have tried. TNA Impact, Ring of Honor briefly. So AEW's turn now. But I can't see them overtaking WWE. I hope they do, to make more competition, but to answer the question, WWE, any of the week, even though they have their flaws. Trust me, they've got a lot of flaws. And the bonus question, because somebody knows me very well, Thanks, Dan. CM Punk or Randy Orton? Now, he asked me this question on purpose because he knows, even though I love my wrestlers, Bret Bret Hart and things like that, and, and Cesaro and Bailey, deep down in the mid-2000s, CM Punk and Randy Orton. He knows I love Randy Orton. Randy Orton, from 2005 to 2008, when he had his spiky hair, his cocky at attitude, I used to copy his spiky hair because I thought it was a good idea when I had a hair. Randy Orton have always had all the tools, he's got the body, he's had the in-ring skills. Over the last 10 years or so, because he's getting older and he's got hyper mobile shoulders, he's slowed down his ring skill and he's slowed down his wrestling style, he, he, he had to change it. And people say, no, he's boring for people in choke holes and elbow holes and sleeper holes, he's boring. He's not, he's a very, he's a very cerebral, clever man, he still throws the best dropkick in the business. He, he's still been one of the best wrestlers in the last 20 years. Um... I loved his music, I loved the way he was, I loved everything about Randy Orton, I loved the RKO, I think it's amazing. CM Punk I've watched since the year 2001, but a year or so before Randy Orton. In the indies, I liked his straight dead lifestyle, I liked his baggy shorts, I loved his Pepsi tattoo, I loved his pedigree off the top rope, which used to be called the Pepsi plunge. And, um, yeah, it's just been one of those... I love CM Punk, I loved it when he became the voice of the voiceless, I loved him in ECW 2006-2008, I loved it when he went mind the bank three times, I loved him when he became world champion, 
I love that when he cut the Pike Bomb promo. CM Punk to me is a better technical wrestler than Randy Orton. But I wish he had Randy Orton's right. If I could mix the two, I'd have Randy Orton's body and look. I'd have CM Punk's wrestling ability on promo skills. And Randy Orton's entrance. I have to mix them. I can't pick who's better because they're both awesome in their own separate ways. Now I know on this podcast I've chickened out and named top three and I can't pick one. But if I have to honestly pick my overall guy of all time between them two. My head says Orton, my heart says Punk. Um, I got it with Randy's recent work in the last six months I'm going to have to go with Randy Orton but he, that's just barely that's like 0.3% in it so yeah barely Randy Orton but I'm a huge 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 fan of CM Punk I also respect what CM Punk has done in the UFC world as well he went in there head up fought two or three matches lost you know what he's tried it and it wouldn't have been for him so I hope he comes back to wrestling one day but you never know so yeah those, those are the questions thank you so much guys um, this is a random podcast but I thought I'd spill it considering I had a few questions if you want to ask me any, any more questions I'll try and make it a weekly thing where I answer all your questions at once but until then I will be back tomorrow with NXT in AEW review I think AEW is going to slightly w- w- win it tonight um, in the ratings not the ratings matter to, to, to me that much what more they do anybody else I think AEW wins the ratings tonight, 830k to 760k. That's what I'm going with. I'd probably be way wrong. But anybody. Any, anyway, sorry, look, look at me, anybody, what am I on about? My outdoors are always going to be slightly different, so I'm going to have to think of something different every time. So earlier on, I have Jerry Springer take care of each other. Now I'm just going to say, ciao.